0: Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming live from Yorba, Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional.
1: A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel in every corner of the earth. We have books you may be interested in, worship bands you may have never heard, pastors to listen to, articles to read, podcasts to watch, all kinds of multimedia content because we want you to meet Jesus where you are without even leaving your couch. He will meet you where you are. <laughs> you we would love for you to eventually go to a church, but even if you don't, you can meet Jesus where you are. That's how I met Jesus. So I have an affinity. I have an affinity. I have a heart for people to meet Jesus where they are.
0: That are sitting on their couch? Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. I met Jesus just watching TV in my bed. Okay.
0: But then you eventually got up.
1: I eventually got up.
0: I went for a walk, which is good. Yes. Good. Went to the gym.
1: Went to the gym, and, mm. and listened to worship music. Listen to worship music. I did everything. I did everything from my bedroom. <laughs> I like literally. I met Jesus. I talked to him. I prayed to him. Mm. We sat and we ate. I learned. I read the Bible. I mean, I did everything from my bedroom sanctuary. That's awesome. For about a year. Love that. At least.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> if that's where you gotta do it, that's where you do it.
1: Yeah, so um, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with us, if this ministry bests you in any way, you can click the Donate Now button. That's resurrectministry.com.
0: Awesome. And uh, while you're watching, um, just make sure and comment and let us know what you think about the devotional, the scripture, uh, about our conversation, add to the conversation with um, your responses to any of the things we may be talking about um, and, and uh, make sure and let us know if um, there's anything that we can talk about that interests you.
1: Absolutely. And then as we go along, we, we are going to be people of prayer and at the end um, we'd like to pray together for our church family and our friends. So please feel free to drop your prayer requests in the um, chat box and I will write them down and make sure we don't forget any of them before we sign off tonight
0: fantastic i can see that our signal is a little weak tonight for some reason and i have no idea why but uh, stick with us uh, sometimes it gets better uh, but uh make sure and uh just um just hang out anyway oh, our, what, our, is
1: it it'll cut in now oh yeah, the
0: the picture will get a little grainy but the voices should be fine should be able to hear it's just fine uh make sure and check out our uh, sponsors livelifewise.tv go there to find the lifewise uh, products which are great supplements that will help you sleep help you wake up and uh, give you all the vitamins that you Take one need to sleep. Take one <laughs> <laughs> they're all made from food there's no they're, they're, it's not like methamphetamine or heroin right it's, <laughs> they're very good products.
1: because you needed that disclaimer <laughs>
0: just to make sure. And if you want to do your own show, your own devotional, or talk about your own little specialty that you want to share with other people, use StreamYard, uh, go to getstreamyardnow.com. And that will uh, give you a uh, the ability to use for free for a little bit. And we'll also give us credit uh, at our show, which is again, the reason why they're one of our sponsors. And we can finally tell you about something very exciting. That's going to be coming up. Uh, and we've been just waiting until we got a little bit closer because um you never know the yep. schedules can change and things can happen, but uh, we're really happy to let you know that uh, we will be doing a show live with Pastor Jack Hibbs, um, and that is on September 28th at 3.30 p.m. Now, I know that's a strange time, uh, but with all the times that we were trying to get Pastor Jack uh, available so that we can interview him, that's the one that became available, and so we jumped on it.
1: Yes. September
0: 28th at 3.30 p.m. Because we're
1: semi-retired people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So we can do it, uh, but um, make sure uh, that you um, think about what you may want us to ask Pastor Jack Kim so you can share those questions with us even today um, or during the show. Or you can message us too. And you message can send us. Them. If there's something that's really been pressing that you want to know, um, whether it has something to do with scripture or Pastor Jack himself or just anything that you think would be add, uh, you know, be a, a great addition to the show. Uh, we can't promise we'll get to every question because we're going to have a, I, I already know I have a bunch, I have two or three that I really want to ask him, and I really can't wait to hear what his response is. So um, we're really, really excited for this uh, this interview. Uh, how do you feel about interviewing Pastor Jack Hibbs?
1: I am thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in honor of a lifetime. So yeah. we get to ask all those burning questions, and I've got a couple on my heart, too. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm really excited, too. All right. So the scripture for today uh, is going to be Philippians 2, 27 through 30. So make sure you're ready with your Bible or your Bible app um, as we uh, get through the devotional with A.W. Tozer. Uh, have we really decided yet if it's Tozer or Tozier? Are um, we going with Tozer?
1: I'm sticking with Tozer. All
0: right. Let's just do that. Let's just stick with Tozier.
1: Tozer. Tozer sounds weird.
0: <laughs> so we're reading from the devotional called Tozier for the Christian Leader. September 19th. The title is Poured Out Devotion. The reference again is Philippians uh, 2, in this case it's 2 29 through 30 and it says receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness and hold such in reputation because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. Of course, he's uh, he's using uh, the King's James Version. Yes. Which uh, nigh is not something I normally use. No. But I think I will because it makes me sound very smart. Um, now we're going to read the, this um, uh, devotional uh, for this uh, September 19th. And I believe that A.W. is making up a couple words, but um, you will decide. We don't
1: up. They <laughs> I exist. I,
0: they do exist, but come on. Who uses these words?
1: Yeah, but In the 1920s. <laughs>
0: Okay, (laughs) Tozer says that many Christians in our day are lukewarm and somnolent, which means drowsy. Will not be denied by anyone with an anointed eye, but the cure is not to stir them up to a frenzy of activity.
1: That's so funny.
0: That would be, but to take them out of one error and into another. What we need is a zeal, a zeal. uh, What we need is a zealous hunger for God an avid thirst after righteousness, a pain-filled longing to be Christ-like and holy. We need a zeal that is loving, self-effacing, and lowly. No other kind will do. That pure love for God and men, which expresses itself in a burning desire to advance God's glory and leads to a poured-out devotion to the temporal and eternal welfare of our fellow men, is certainly approved of God, but the nervous squirrel cage activity of self-centered and ambitious religious leaders is just as certainly offensive to him and will prove at last to have been injurious to the souls of countless millions of human beings. Lord, give me that zealous hunger for God, that avid thirst after righteousness, Mm -hmm. that pain-filled longing to be Christ-like and holy. I want to give myself in poured out devotion for your glory. Use me as your servant for Jesus' sake.
1: Amen. Amen. Yes. I like this terminology. I like um, that if you see the church is lukewarm and lazy and sleepy, and he says the worst thing you could do is just like light a fire under them and then just make them do nonsense. Mm. He's like, then you're just taking from one fault to the other, and that's really quite clever because it's true. Just making people run around and be busy is not um, is not going to create holiness. It's not going to create righteousness. It's not going to lead to a um, a propelling forth of the true gospel. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck on this thing for the past several months, ever since Driscoll's lectures and stuff about. Courage, and I've just been listening to a number of other podcasts, this idea that we have a very large false church. And he Mm -hmm. says this, you know, it's been injurious to the souls of countless millions of human beings. Like, it's really made me wonder how many millions of people are practicing a false gospel. It's It's kind of overwhelming when you think about it.
0: Within the Christian faith alone?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not talking about Hindus pretending they're Christians. I'm talking about, like, within the family of Christ, within hmm. the church. There's millions of people walking around in a false gospel. Either because it was a prosperity gospel, a cult, a, you know, whatever it may be. Or it's just this lukewarm, not even Holy Spirit-filled, half a Christian. And it's just, um, It's tragic. And so he wants us to have that burning desire um, for the temporal, the earthly and eternal well-being of our fellow men. And I, get, and I read this um, devotional that kept talking about love without ceasing and that the Lord is calling us to love without ceasing. And that means loving everyone when they're not lovable and loving people we don't know and loving people that we haven't met and loving people that are hard to love. Just love mm-hmm. without ceasing. Mm-hmm. I tell myself that when I'm aggravated with people. <laughs> and that, that, certain people in particular. I just say love without ceasing, uh, Lord. I want to love without ceasing, Lord.
0: <laughs> uh, the thing that caught me was the, the, the what you just brought up, that burning desire. That uh, zealous uh, feeling that you have when you are in love for the first time maybe even the second or third time you know as a young kid that that feeling that you can't get them off your mind that you that everything that reminds you of them like like our love Yes, um but it's almost it's almost hurt yes you know because you back then back when we were kids we, you couldn't not like our kids where they can text them every ten seconds and keep them on the phone while you're
1: yeah you'd have to wait <laughs> right. hours. Well,
0: while they're walking around the house. They got, just got them on the phone. I just I, they're walking by me and I hear breathing and it's not them. And I go, right? what's that breathing noise? Oh, that's uh, a And uh, but when we were kids, we didn't know when the next time was that we were going to be able to talk to them.
1: Yeah, uh, and you had to wait till your parents go to sleep and you sneak the phone into yeah. your bed.
0: <laughs> but that that pain. That, that, uh, oh gosh, I just, I in you just think about him and it, and it hurts so much, but what eventually happens is that it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what is great about my relationship with Jesus is that in, it, it's the opposite. It, it, it's, it's growing. I, I find myself being more and more in love with Jesus with every day. Amen. With everything I learn, with every oh my God, I'm getting weepy. <laughs> with every um, moment of time that I know that that our marriage is a gift from him, that our children are gifts. Our life, uh the doing this devotional and meeting our friends and having them talk to us from all parts of the, the nation and other countries. Yes. And it, it's just like this he, he constantly is, seems to be giving and um, I, I, just, I can't get over it. I oh. can't get over it. I mean, even the, the, the Bible study that I went to last night was day one uh, at Calvary chapel for um, the way of discipleship is the name of the, uh, the Bible study. And um, just being in that room with 500 men <laughs> um, singing there's a portion during the worship where you know he's playing his guitar and you know the guitar. Um, I don't know. Was but one a, of
1: the guys. A, in, uh, no, the guy that
0: you we've never seen him before. Oh. And he's playing the guitar and you know the speakers are really loud there and he stopped playing, and the men singing was, it was godly. Wow. It was it was so beautiful, and I would never have found myself saying that or even thinking about that ever in my entire life. And I I, like I, it's just, you, I can tell that my relationship with Jesus is in a different place of that, that zealousness of that, of that burning love because everything reminds me of him. And it just makes me get weepy, it, it, but I love it. I love it. It's, it's the, it's fantastic. And it That's draws me closer to you. Out. It draws me closer to the kids. And it makes me think about how Jesus is working in our life every day. Sorry, that went on for a long time, but, um,
1: but beautiful. I love it.
0: I, I love that feeling. Um, nice. So it's very cool. Let's see what some people are saying. If you want to do that. Oh, let's get rid of this really quick. Sometimes it blocks it out. Whoa. I have a lot of people come in suddenly.
1: Yeah. Can I do it?
0: Yeah. It's all yeah. yours. It's all hey. yours. Snugs.
1: Hey Lisa and Kate. Kate. Uh, wait, is Kate Mary and Kate Reed the same person? <laughs> hey Dixie. Kate uses two different names. Oh yeah. And they're saying hi to each other. And Lisa's very excited for us that Pastor Jack's going to be on our show. Yeah, okay. we are totally excited, too. And Dixie wrote it on her calendar. Yay! Oh, very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's funny, though, is uh, I just text or emailed, um, you know, his uh, assistant and said, I just want to make sure before I make an announcement, are we still on? Or, you know, because, you know, Pastor Jack, he's gets. I'm sure he gets pulled in hundreds of different directions. Right. And yeah. Um, you know, if the president were to call and want to do something on the 28th or something like that, or, uh, you know, Mike Pompeo. Right. I am wondering. We're out. I mean, <laughs> it's just you really know, think just, so?
1: just know that if that happens, if it's still possible that it happens, <laughs> we're out.
0: You think Jack would look at his calendar and go, Andy and Heddy, um, uh, President Trump. He, he's not really, what's your, which way to go?
1: So he, they, he knows, really we don't understand. <laughs> Kate's giving us a cute little uh, way to remember, toes up,
0: oh, totally. toes,
1: up. toes up. <laughs> And doesn't the Bible say something about spitting out people lukewarm? Yes. Absolutely, book of Revelation. I, You are neither hot nor cold, and so I will spit you out of my mouth, the Lord says. <laughs> it is a warning to the church. Okay. And Kate says, church has become a safe club where they're entertained and a place to meet nice, respectable people. Mm. That's so sad. (laughs) I can't even tell you. Hi, Iris. Uh, She just saw the notification. And the devil is delighted, Lisa says. Feelings are deceitful. Love is a choice and trust in the person you love is the envelope that protects it. Love also grows in suffering. Amen. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. true. Uh, What date will Pastor Jack be on? 28, September 28 at 3.30.
0: I'll put the graphic back up. And yeah, and
1: that. Andy will put it up on Facebook. We'll both put it up on Facebook. Go. Um, Lisa says, "The blessings of obedience increase as I obey God's law and His truth, and read His Word, and do my mm-hmm. best to do what He has written." Absolutely, has a kind of a snowball effect. Like that, working a spiritual muscle.
0: That really, I think, is the true meaning of uh, the agape love. Yeah, you know, the agape love is, yes. is, is 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 different than Our relational love. love. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Um, Dixie was just repeating the day that it was the pastor to be on, and um, so can I slightly pivot to something. Of course, okay. So I started watching this podcast of um, Jackie Perry and her husband, and so uh, God, her husband has a has an interesting, and old English name, not Emerson, so, something like that. But um, Jackie Hill Perry is a woman that was um, gay and met christ became a believer now married four kids um african-american and i don't know how to explain it but the two of them remind me of a young hip black version of us when they do be- <laughs> and they do this show so it is just it is so uh, I don't know. It just, it was, first of all, it brought me comfort to listen to them because they just banter back and forth. Like she says stuff and he says stuff, mm-hmm. but they're on fire for the Lord and very bold and courageous. Like they, um, she put out this video, um, just really chiding Beyonce and people that were going to the Beyonce concert and, oh man, she got so much hate for it, but everything she said was right on point. Um, and so there was a lot of people who commended her for it, uh, but so this this idea. So they were talking about this on the on the podcast episode that I watched about being lukewarm, about just about this fake gospel that's circulating. Um, so there, uh the episode was actually about sex and marriage, mm-hmm. and so what they said was that just similar to the prosperity gospel in the early '90s, late 2000s, there was the purity movement and he says that everybody was advocating for young couples to remain pure and that you were going to have this amazing marriage and it was going to be sex-filled from get-go and so they all had these kind of ridiculous expectations of what sex and marriage was going to be like because it was basically like abracadabra you got married and this like amazing sex life was going to come out of it and so they were just explaining how um and it reminds me of what you said about uh, marriage and family and living in christ is that it all takes work so even intimacy takes work the more you um, approach nearness to christ the more you practice holiness the more you practice goodness and love um, to one another that you allow that agape love to flow through you the more your intimacy takes shape Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I've, ex- we've experienced that as well. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's part and parcel of the walk with Christ. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just thought that was, I thought it was funny. They're a young, hip black version of us. Dixon wants to know what
0: the name of the podcast oh, is. Oh, it's called 30. Or no, Min- no Iris, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: it's called 30 minutes with the Perry's and they're, uh, early thirties, four kids, uh, and they just do kind of like this, but they do topics. So they do just like bantering back and forth, talking about scripture, talking about topics of things that affect the church. And mm. um,
0: Do they stick for the 30 minutes?
1: They never do. Hey. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a single episode that was there. Maybe one I saw was 29 minutes, but for the most part, no.
0: I wonder if when they, when they end it, does she sigh? Does she go?
1: <sighs> <laughs> she, oh, they're funny. Oh, they're funny. Cause he, they tell stories of their past. Because she was apparently quite difficult. He was difficult in his own way, but she was overcoming lots of trauma and abuse and things. And so he says, "Are you like this?" And he's like, "She's like, oh no, 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 no! Don't you dare tell that story that way, you know?" (laughs) And he's like, "What? Am I not telling you? Oh, don't you dare tell that story that way. That is a lie. That is a bull faced lie."
0: I haven't to uh, this
1: it's so funny because okay mm-hmm. can I just tell one part one part sure. was okay so she was quite broken you know so the, the episode was about sex and marriage and so mm-hmm. she was having a hard time with intimacy and um she, she would have these bouts of depression um she would be normal she'd be fine and then she'd have bouts of depression mm-hmm. and so one day he just goes over to her and he's like um and her father had abandoned her when she was a baby mm mm-hmm. Um, and found out all these very troubling details about her father later. Her mom had explained to her, and her father came in and out of her life, and so she knew who he was as an adult. And so he says to her, in an attempt to console her, he says, he says, to her, "You know, have you ever thought that you may have this thing from your dad, that bipolar thing? Maybe you you actually got that." <laughs> And she's like, right? And she's like, You did not just say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> the man that abandoned me, who I hate, who has given me the source of my trauma, that I may be bipolar like him because I. And he was just. And he was stunned. <laughs> and she didn't talk to oh. him for like a month. And it's wow. just like, it made me laugh because I think about when you first are married, you do things like that. Like you say things that are just bad you know because you don't know how to communicate and so he was explaining he says but now I know her well enough I could see her face and I could see when it's time to just come in the room and crack a joke mm-hmm. or um just or leave or <laughs>
0: Like, oh.
1: or, ju- or just, you know, hang out. He says, I, d- I don't have to push her to talk anymore. Like, she'll talk when she wants to talk. But um, I just liked the discussion about life and marriage. <laughs> I thought it was entertaining.
0: I could have to watch this. It's very cute. Uh, shall we read the scripture?
1: Yes. Okay. So this is a part of Philippians 2 at the very end where um, – Paul is talking about Epaphroditus, who was somebody in Philippi that had sent some resources, money, um, to stay for Paul from the Philippians and got very sick. But um, he was healed and ended up going back. And so this is Paul's scripture at the end of the letter um, to them about Epaphroditus. For indeed, he was sick almost unto death. But God had mercy on him and not only on him, but me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I sent him the more eagerly that when you see him again, you may rejoice and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with all gladness and hold such men in esteem, because for the work of Christ, he came close to death, not regarding his life to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. So the interesting uh, part of this scripture to me was um, because for the work of Christ, he came close to death, mm. just the, the faithfulness. And I think that's what um, Tozer's point was in the scripture is that laboring for Christ, even until death um, is the expectation, the hope for us, though few achieve it. Um, <laughs> that's what it, that's what that zealousness is.
0: Hmm. I have nothing to add than what you just said, because <laughs> I, I I I um was wondering what the connection was, but you just made it. Wrong.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. sometimes I do struggle with that. I I, I read the scripture and then read the devotional, but I'm not quite sure <laughs> what the connection is. But I really appreciate you making that connection.
1: You got it, and it's also uh, it's very hard to understand that in the King James version. Mm, yeah. So definitely have to read uh, the new King James to understand the connection. But yeah, so he's just basically giving an example that's in the Bible of somebody that was, you know, working zealously for the Lord and, and not, not just the apostles, because people hold the apostles to a standard, almost uh, supernatural, mm. you know, we like, oh, well, that was the apostle. Well, that was Peter, or that was Paul. And so I think the importance of this example was that he was just one of the believers, um, but he was willing to risk his life, um, for Paul and for the gospel.
0: Yeah, I was, um, caught up in the, the idea of the, you know, the, the, just being really, uh, in love with, you know, Jesus and, uh, wanting to, uh, spread the gospel and to do what you could, um, uh, to please God in your daily life as compared to you know, the, the other person who just believes that I just got to be really busy. And then maybe everybody will notice and will look at me as a Christ follower because I'm so busy, right? right? That's a, that's a big difference. You know, when you're out there at the church and you're, you know, moving the chairs around and, you know, and then wiping off the chalkboard and
1: I'm running bored. around. Yeah. Like, yeah do, you guys sure. see,
0: do you guys see how busy I am? Do you see how much I love Jesus? How much I'm working? Right. Uh, and uh, maybe someday you'll promote me to, you know, maybe... The camera guy or you know the the manager of all the ushers or something like that right that that's not what 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 uh you know you're being called to do to be busy for god's kingdom no uh, we're to...
1: busy about our father's business <laughs> but not just busy
0: right right um we know a couple of people like that i think yes. that we 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 see And we just say, you know, we want you. You need to calm down. Just yeah,
1: just take it easy.
0: We don't see Jesus in what you're doing. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If the idea was to see Jesus, that's not coming across. (laughs) We must always ask ourselves: Am I drawing people closer (laughs) or farther from Jesus right now?
0: All right, Lisa wants to go off topic. Can we allow Lisa to take us off topic? All right, what's she saying?
1: Off topic, good news, inspired by actual events, family-friendly, PG, Miracle in East Texas is an incredible and hilarious tale of hope, friendship, and the enduring power of dreams. Oh, we gotta watch that. Thank you for the tip, Lisa. That is Miracle in East Texas. I presume it's a Pure Flix or something.
0: Maybe. We'll check that out. Maybe. We'll look her up if you um, can tell us which platform that's on, Lisa. That would be great. Yeah. Just real quick, some people that didn't join us until later on. Uh, we made an announcement that we will uh, we'll be interviewing Pastor Jack Hibbs from Calvary Chino Hills on September 28th at 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Know.
1: You it's almost over. look younger than me in that picture. Are you, like, too Photoshopped?
0: I didn't do any. I didn't do anything.
1: I, I know you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's There's just my some, natural look. Sense. Why
1: does pa- Pastor Jack have so many more wrinkles than you?
0: Well, he is older than me. He's is he? uh, three years older than I. Am. Oh, yeah.
1: Three years. You made it sound like he's ancient.
0: <laughs> no, I just said he is older. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think he let them touch up his pictures that much. Yeah,
0: he touched up that one for sure.
1: Like, took the wrinkles off his forehead.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah, so back Anyways, to the dude, announcement. Sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm distracted by (laughs) touch-ups and photographs.
0: (laughs) I love how you see things like that. You know what shoes people are wearing. Oh, yeah. You catch their shoes. I I go, how do you see people's shoes? Uh, uh, Ten people could walk by, and I could never tell you what kind of – if they even had shoes on.
1: It was so cute. I was at the manicures the other day, and, okay, so there's a woman on my right-hand side. I'm like this, you know, watches on your left-hand side. Mm -hmm. And the woman next to me goes, oh, my God, that watch is beautiful. Who is it? And I was, and I just looked over. Who her, is it? Like, like who makes the watch? And I looked over and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you noticed." I was like, <laughs> the first time in Orange County, I had somebody that noticed such a thing." And the two manicures were like, "What? Like what? What's her watch from? Who?
0: Who is it?" <laughs> yeah. I would have said like, "Who? What do you mean, who is it?" <laughs> oh my goodness,
1: it's the little stupid pain thing. Did you
0: ask her where she was from? She was probably from
1: Beverly Hills or. I didn't. Uh, she was, she, but she was oh, ethnic. She was uh, oh. either Russian or
0: um, from somewhere <laughs> far away.
1: So we got in this whole discussion about watches.
0: Yeah, I would have been dumbfounded. With like I don't. I have no idea what you. are No,
1: talking her. About. Her and I were like. Soul yeah. sisters. <laughs> I had this big smile on my face. <laughs>
0: uh, Andy has lost uh, uh, a lot of weight. A lot.
1: <laughs> what? He has. Oh, are you saying that made his face slimmer? But that picture was not taken after Andy lost the weight. That picture was taken before Andy (laughs) lost the weight. (laughs) Come on,
0: Shugs. Uh, What is 3.30 Pacific Standard Time in CST?
1: Oh, my Uh, God. Is that a trick question? Central
0: Standard (laughs) Time. Two hours.
1: Mm, Is it two hours? Yeah. Mountain is one. Uh, Central is two. You know
0: this because you you do all my scheduling. Yes. So it is actually one. Oh, sorry. The other way around.
1: Five thirty. The other way. Five thirty, Dixie. It's
0: later in Central time. Five thirty. Yeah. Five thirty. Five thirty. Five thirty. <laughs> yeah. I ask Alexa. I always say she'll. You'll ask me something, and then I go, I don't know, Alexa.
1: <laughs> and she never has the right answer. What time?
0: She does and the time. And the time.
1: Uh, in the time. In the time. Always in the time.
0: I say, what time is it in Montana? Or What time is it in Minnesota? Oh, that yes. Yeah, and she'll tell us um so we had an incident today i just want to uh, share this and uh, we just need to do something about it but um at el dorado high school um i was sent a picture by a parent from, well actually not by a parent from one of the children not my kids about a, a boy in the girls bathroom uh changing into girls clothes in the girls bathroom
1: oh is that what he was doing i thought he was just going yeah no,
0: he had just changed into his girl clothes he probably leaves home as a boy and then uh-huh. changes into uh, his girl clothes, um, but so uh, hard. Um, yeah, it's 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 causing a little bit of an issue. Um, I, I just don't under I just don't understand why they can't give the children that are struggling with this their own uh, bathrooms. Op- op- the bathrooms uh, in the in the teachers' lounge. Wouldn't it be easier to give one or two kids in a school of three or four thousand kids uh, access to the teachers' lounge? Instead of displacing all the girls who are now afraid to go into the girls' bathroom, and why
1: couldn't he do that in the boys' bathroom?
0: I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's just being encouraged, and uh, now there's a law in California that they have to uh, the, the, they have to allow the boys to who uh, identify as girls to use the girls' bathroom.
1: I kind of, I kind of can see that, especially at Eldo it may be life-threatening for them to do that of the boy's bathroom. Yeah. Again, why not
0: give them access to a a secure, secure bathroom? Right. Uh, but instead now the girls uh, hold their urine, uh, and they won't change their, you know, girly things, uh, because they don't want to, they, they, they're afraid to go into the bathrooms. I mean, I get this all the time. I was getting this before I actually got proof, uh, but, uh, got sent that picture today, but, uh, Oh, it's just a, it's just a, it's a mess. (laughs) Dixie took the words right out of my mouth.
1: It is a mess. And
0: I just wonder why it is so hard to make this decision. Give them access to the teacher's lounge or the, the. I bet
1: you that's all a union thing.
0: But instead I, and so I asked the superintendent today, because I contacted him as soon as I got that picture, I said, well, can now the girls that are afraid to use their own bathroom, can they then use the teacher's lounge? She said, absolutely. Oh, they they should, uh, they should go and say, Hey, I need to use a teacher's lounge because there's a boy, in the girl's bathroom and they, they have to allow the girls. And then the, the, and then
1: the teacher come out and say, that's not a boy.
0: That's yeah. a girl. Yeah. <laughs> i be like, listen,
1: <laughs> listen. I'm going to talk genitalia because I don't it. know how else to explain this to you. But when there's a in my yeah. bathroom, that's a yeah. boy.
0: <laughs> so they can't go in the boy's bathroom because they might get beat up. They might get beat up in the girl's bathroom at some point. Um, but um, because this clearly is a boy, but, I mean, you can see in his face, you can see that it's a boy. So, just give them access to the to the bathroom instead of giving having to give thirty girls access to the teachers' lounge. Right, probably give the one a handful person. Kids yeah. that
1: are...
0: I think there's. I, I've asked around, and I think right now what we're looking at is there's two in the uh, in the school that uh, identi- that are identifying as girls, and then you know dressing in the in the girls' bathroom, Un- uh, disrobing and dressing in the girls' bathroom.
1: No, but he was in a stall. No. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. The well, he was in a stall, probably for.
0: But I think he was changing his top.
1: Yeah, he was changing out. his
0: clothes in the stall. The bottom part, from that, from what I understand, part of it was outside of the stall. He was still getting dressed. That picture is him still that that I don't know if you see around his waist
1: uh-huh. that there
0: there's another shirt there. That that was all happening, the change into the halter top or whatever you call that thing.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, was happening on the outside of the stall. Oh. Yeah, it's just a, it's a little bit of lunacy that we should not. We're, the, the kids are going to school to learn, not to deal with, you know, this stuff. And uh, it is just a huge mess in a problem, as uh, Dixie says. There, so difficult. Um, so pray for our kids that there's some solution that something happens that yes. uh, can that can help these people that are obviously lost. You know yes. these, these kids are not getting help, obviously, at home or what have you. Um, Maybe but they, they need don't prayer. even know, yeah, they yeah, we, yeah, that's true too, yeah. Um, but it's, um, God, we need God, God, uh, needs to intervene in some way or another,
1: amen. And don't forget to send us your prayer requests,
0: yeah. Um, so that's my prayer request for the kids, for our kids in our schools, yes, to uh, deal with the situation, um. What about you? What is your prayer request? Is your mom feeling better? Your mom had COVID.
1: Yeah, she's still suffering. So definitely my mom. Mm -hmm. Healing for my mom. Um, That's not entirely better. Uh, I'm just praying for um, just an opening ministry opportunities, just for God to use us mightily, according to his will.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. Anything out there? We're, uh, we're stalling just a little bit. If, yes. if you have uh, any prayer requests, make sure and let us know. And uh, we'll make sure and um, and add it to our prayer list. You have your sheet out now and a I pen? I do. I have
1: a sheet and a pen, folks.
0: You're all ready to go.
1: All ready to go. <laughs>
0: That's the one thing that I'm not prepared for in the men's uh, Bible study that I do on Saturday mornings. Is what? Is write down. I'm so busy listening to what they're saying that I don't write down. Their prayer request, or what it is they need prayer for.
1: Oh, but do they... so then when
0: it comes time to pray, I go, you know, you know what the men asked for. Give them. Oh, what so they they've them.
1: already uh, yeah. mentioned what they wanted. Yeah,
0: we'll just have oh. that discussion. Like, what's going on in your life? What is it? that you need prayer for? Do you have anybody in your in your circle of friends or family that are struggling? Oh. And then people will talk. I mean, everybody will get on a little bit of a a tangent, and then when we at the end when we when we go to oh, pray, it's far. Yeah.
1: It's far away from the Amen. first discussion. Yeah, I
0: can see the other guy. The other guys are definitely writing. I am still not, not there.
1: Well, you could like, just get out of a piece of paper you know? <laughs> could, if You're gonna I be the prayer job. guy. You gotta remember
0: the prayers. Because the problem is I remember so if there's five guys on, I'll remember two or three of them. But then I can't say those two or three because then Oh, the, so
1: you remembered his prayer, yeah. not
0: mine. <laughs> so you're like you like Chris, but, you don't, right. but uh, if you don't like me. Yeah. So I just say, you know, all the guys, all that they ask for, uh, grant their prayer. Um, so Dixie says.
1: Uh, prayer request for the landlord's wife in the hospital with pneumonia, mm. fluid on her heart and kidneys. Tests still have not diagnosed the problem. Sorry to hear that, Dixie. Can you give us a name so I don't have to say landlord's wife of Dixie? <laughs> and then... Uh, Lisa, Lisa is prayer request for my children's father who is undergoing a bunch of tests to see if we can have a procedure that will help with his COPD. Mm. Uh, Lisa, can you also tell us his name? Her name is Jackie. Jackie.
0: His name is James.
1: Okay. Okay. And we just get the name from Lisa while we're praying. Oh, dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to um, spend time with your uh, daughters. We are so grateful for this time of fellowship and to be in your word and to learn from um, your great saints like A.W. Tozer, Lord, that has great inspiration. It sounds like he's talking from um, from today, Lord. So we appreciate that. And we'd like to lift up in prayer Dixie's landlord's um, wife. Her name is Jackie, and she has a pneumonia, but the diagnosis is not clear, Lord. And we ask for supernatural healing and a clear diagnosis that will be um, solved easily and quickly, Lord, and that she has a quick recovery. And also for um, Lisa Children's father, John, who also has health conditions and is hoping to get um, a new procedure to deal with his sickness with his C- COPD, Lord. Uh, we lift up John to you and. Um, hope that he can get a supernatural healing as well, Lord. And for our children, for our children here um, in our city and throughout the nation, Lord, that are struggling with this terrible lie of the enemy of gender confusion and all these other things that are causing them to become victims of the enemy, Lord. And we ask that you break that bond off of them, that you break that stronghold um, over their minds and over their hearts and that you set them free, Lord. We're so we're so worried about them, Lord. We stand in the gap for all those families who do not yet know you and don't know how to pray over their children, Lord. And we ask that you draw them closer to you because the only freedom that is, the only true freedom comes from freedom in Christ, Lord. And we ask that you set them free. Um, We ask that you bless them and protect them and the teachers give them wisdom and discernment, Lord, and all of our elected officials, Lord, we ask for um, them to have wisdom and kindness and empathy, compassion in their hearts for the sanctity and the the lives of our young people. We love you, Jesus. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, my friends. We love you guys.
1: Love you guys. See you again soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.